What's the one thing you've learned about being in a long-term relationship? That you can actually love one person, give them that level of love and not have to spread it around to a hundred women. Especially as a masculine man. Yeah. That's a deep learning. Yeah. It's my greatest challenge in this life, I would say, dealing with the feminine. Mm. Started with my mom and matriculated through relationships, but she's been my greatest teacher in that process. I'm still learning. Yeah. What was most challenging for you about the feminine? What was the feeling? Trusting the feminine. Trusting that the feminine was truly my safe place because my childhood was reversed. My father was my safe place. And so I had that connection to the masculine, which is why I always surrounded myself with brothers and all that stuff. And so my dad carried the feminine and masculine energy and he was honoring me for me, not for what I accomplished or what I had to prove to them. Where my mom was, she was the fire. She's like, you got to be the best at this. You got to be the top of your class, best athlete, best looking, best this, best that. She'd use love to anchor that in for me. If I wasn't doing what she wanted, she'd pull the love out. Yeah, conditionality of love. Uh Mm -hmm. I couldn't trust the feminine for a long time. And it just, it came out through me just not giving them a chance to come into my heart. Yeah. And that showed itself through not being able to commit in relationships, misdirection, lying, all the things that I didn't really have a conscious for because I didn't think it was hurting anyone. It's it's a trip. Yeah. Through the work, through the medicine work and understanding also what my mom was experiencing back then before I even knew the trauma that had laid upon her before I was even born. I'm able to now do like an audit of my soul and see the unfolding and a lot of things have been coming out, especially over the last like six months. Yeah. Actually. That's yeah. beautiful. It's, it's been amazing. And it's wild too, because if you think about you and your success and all the work that you do and all the knowledge that you have, you have so much knowledge and information, but it's like, if we think about the true actual, what is hard work, it's, it's like, oh, how can I come back to love? Like, how can I actually open my heart? How can I actually be with one person when that feels like the hardest thing? And I think it's so powerful that you're sharing that because I think so many men look up to you, so many women look up to you, but it's people looking up to you being like, okay, share this information with me, share this knowledge. But it's like actually coming back to trust of the feminine every day is like the hardest thing for me. I feel you. That's very well said. Yeah. Yeah, that resonates deep. That is the hardest work I could jump in a cold plunge or yeah I can fast for a week or I can go do some crazy expedition but that's cakewalk yep compared to fully allowing myself to fall in love and be in love and to trust that my love is real yeah and that it's not conditional it's not conditional it's and it's not based on something that I yeah have to do externally and it's funny it's so beautiful too because it's like thank god for your mom because without her you wouldn't have all of the things that were so painful. The shadow side of it is the pain, thinking you're not going to be loved for who you are. But then the light side of it is look at the life that you've built because of it. Absolutely. Again, another great point. Never a victim. Yes. And I never felt at all like I was in some kind of internal scarcity or lack consciousness because of that. Almost it was just, I just moved on from it. But at the end of the day, I reflect on the beauty of the experience of having my father organically step into that role 
I always wonder, and this is all this is coming up just from the conversation. I wonder if karmically that was my dad's role or it was a combination that where he epigenetically had to morph into that mm-hmm. because of the circumstance. Yeah, right. And maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. And so then there's no, if that's the case, there's no guilt or there's no anger or resentment. It just is. Yeah. And it's just part of the story. And I, I think that's really important if you're listening to this that, you know, whatever it's happened to you, it, it might have been extremely traumatic and worst ever. But at the end of the day, it's part of your journey. Yeah. And it might be cliche to say it, but it, it's medicine. But you really have to also take ownership of the experience. That's really what it is, is how are we defining the experience and moving from the experience and growing from it if we're not taking some accountability to it? I know that's a harsh thing to say, but I take accountability that I chose my family. Yeah. I know that sounds ridiculous. Well, I Hopefully that's not the harshest thing we say because that's very, <laughs> hopefully, I want to get harsher because that's very light. Like being a self-author of your life is incredibly important. Talk about stepping into your power. Yeah. If there's even a percentage of victim of the experience you had as a child through the trauma that you couldn't control, if you take ownership that I chose that path, that, that was on me, that was, I was supposed to go through that, I accept it fully, then you're, you can handle most shit in this life. Yeah. That's the master magician. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's the alchemy. It's the alchemical experience of that process. And I think it's so beautiful for you two, especially just like as a leader in your space and someone that so many people look up to in a very specific way. It's like, yes, you can follow me for this information, but also like I will go to the depths of my heart and my soul of what's hardest. And I will also show men how to trust or love a woman or be able to feel like they're worthy of unconditional love. That's huge. Greatest gift greatest gift we're really here to embody the experience yeah and not intellectualize everything preach that's the aramonic energy by the way that's the material that's the intellectualism scientism all of these things which has a place but it's the embodiment that really gets us out of whatever hole we're in or whatever this whole disaster is this 21st century gregorian calendar craziness we have to embody these traits yeah for ourself first, for the self-love. Okay, I'm worth it. Like I'm worth taking time out of my day, taking time. Look at that word magic. I'm taking time out. No, I'm taking time in to go inwards because I'm worth getting through a lot of the shadow that's just sitting there and not working for me. It's not even like some shadow is great. We've got to work with our shadow. That's where some of our gifts lie. But if we're not taking the time to resolve stuff that just keeps rearing its head and causing issues and relationship disasters and we're jumping from one click to the next click, this job to that job, this relation to this relation, this diet to this diet, escapism, 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 that means at the end of the day, we're not practicing self-love. That means we're telling ourselves that we're not worth it. That's it. That kept coming to me over the last like year is that, wait a second, I can preach all this stuff. I can talk about all these I can get into like detailed occult science and talk about the philosopher's stone and as within, so as above, so below, below, as within, all of these (laughs) things, whatever, Hermes Trismegistus and get into all the hermetic codes and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, if I'm not embodying this and practicing, it's all for nothing. And it's just another form of materialism and maybe even worse. That's the how to be radical now is not knowing the thing, 
it's embodying the thing because with social media that's where i've kind of been so cautious and turned off is like everyone's saying the things and using the words and in their mind with everything but very few people are embodying the work i think about this a lot with maybe a post that i would do or you do and you have a teaching on it this is a lifelong teaching if you get this one fucking post in this lifetime you're doing pretty fucking good and we just constantly more and more stay in the mind with it and it just keeps us from like a true embodiment thank you so much for tuning in to morning microdose by almost 30 we hope you enjoyed waking up as always we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest if you enjoyed this trip tune into the full episode on the almost 30 podcast all episode information can be found in the show notes make sure to subscribe and if this becomes a part of your morning routine be sure to share it with a friend We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.